far from the regular space lanes. Seemingly unremarkable from the outside lies an orbital station, and from its superstructure, that's what you'd think it is. No more, no less. The area around the station is busier than you might expect. There are the crowds of pilots circling, desperately trying for a glimpse of an anaconda inside, and wondering just how you get one to take off from a medium pad. And besides, where the hell is the shipyard in this thing? If you do manage to find a free pad and land, at first glance you won't see anything special in the interior either. Sure, it's one of the very few places where you can buy two rares, but so what? It's only when you stop to look around, you can see it's the people that make Hutton so special. Their voices are calm and quiet. Due to their low salt diet, their cheeks rosy red due to the internal application of the universal medicine known as Centauri Megagin, and their mouths spread in a permanent grin, as that's the best way to fit them to the rims of their Hutton mugs. Only, in one small corner of the station, is there a semblance of panic and disarray. Studio 5, where a ragtag team of presenters are surrounding the patented scriptomatic, upon which they rely so heavily, waiting for words of wisdom, or something at least vaguely amusing, to appear. With a buzz and crackle and a faint whiff of ozone in the air, the machine spits out a piece of paper. One of the presenters grabs it and reads it aloud. All mics are live. Good evening, truckers, and welcome to this week's fun-filled, fuel-filled and fulfilling folly that is Hutton Orbital Live. I'm Harry Balzac, and yet again, I'm in charge of the seams this evening. I'm Wilma Fingerdoo, and I've got a question. I mean, who smells of fuel? Someone smells like they've been showering under the nozzles in the docking bay. I know what you mean. My eyeballs are drying out for the fumes in here. I take it that you do not want me to light my pipe right now. Sorry, that's me. Had to scoop the last few drops of fuel up with my hut and mug earlier. And to find out why, stay tuned for the news headlines. When it comes to spam, there's the right way. And then there's the wrong way. How far would you go? Alvin. He loves only gold. So time for a new mission. Hail from the not to scale as fuel goes cheap. Colonic Corvette crash causes consternation. Drought, blight, space locusts. News from the commun community in any event. Mm -hmm. 
There was minor panic earlier this week in the Hutton control room as communication channels were flooded with sales messages from a company purporting to be purveyors of that popular 20th century pork product, Spam. What at first was a suspected cyber attack by parties unknown, though as Spam was so popular on Earth, fingers were pointed at the EDF, actually turned out to be a viral marketing campaign. Robbie Romway, longtime trucker and aide to the galaxy's most popular pilot, Flossie, had received a mysterious communication from an archaeological team down on Old Earth who had discovered an underground bunker stuffed to the rafters with tinned formed pork product, bearing the one-time famous logo of Spam. In a nearby alcove was a gourmet recipe book detailing countless ways to serve your tin Spam. From Spam and Chips, Spam Egg and Chips, Spam Spam Egg Chips and Cheese, Spam on Toast, Spam Fritters and Spam Surprise. Which is just Spam and a Fork, the surprise being that there isn't anything else. Uh, the communication detailed a get-rich plan to flood the market in nearby systems with this long-forgotten but apparently much-loved foodstuff. But it hinged on one thing. Exciting everyone about the possibilities of Spam. Searching Galweb, using the keyword spam, Wrongway found countless articles about the very best way to send spam, and Julie clicked on most of them. Which of course started spamming everyone about spam. Spam on Galtwit, spam on Galbook, spam was sent everywhere. Pictures, links to articles about the health benefits, clickbait articles stating, this woman tried spam for the first time and you wouldn't believe what happened next. Unfortunately, Wrongway's marketing was so good that it even went as far as to secure servers, theoretically air-gapped against external data feeds and the quarantined Mr. Dusty virus, which gobbled up the spam and turned it into a self-replicating message, leaving the winking words on the everyone's screen, Give me your spam! Commander Snuggles McKeague sprang into action with his trusty industrial-sized delete button and a team of boffins expert in the removal of such things and Hutton computer terminals were soon declared spam-free. As for Robbie Wrongway, well, he can be found in his Type 9 with 900 tonnes of the stuff and a fork in the hopes he can get rid of the rest of it before Flossie gets home. Now, you may think it's a long way down the road to the chemist, but that's just peanuts to how far Commander All thought he'd have to fly this week. There he was, minding his own business, looking for settlements on 14 PSI Cancri 4A, when his scanner seemed to have received a little more than a Grade 5 engineering upgrade, as he found a load of surface installations that were just a little further than usual. To be exact, Nine quintillion, two hundred and twenty-three quadrillion, three hundred and seventy-two trillion, thirty-six billion, eight hundred and fifty-four million, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand, eight hundred and eight light-years. A bit further than Hutton Orbital, in fact. Forty-one quintillion nine hundred and twenty-four quadrillion four hundred and eighteen trillion three hundred and forty-nine billion three hundred and thirty-nine million eight hundred and ninety thousand thirty-six times further than a trip to Hutton. So just think on. Next time, an hour and a half seems like a long trip. Commander All declined to fly to these places, 
since it would take about 146 million years at 2001 C to get there. And indeed the distance is about 100 million times the size of the observable universe. So it needs a heck of a lot of, cha lot of load of changes of underwear. The gin is bound to run out before you get there and we're willing to bet that there'd be no chance of a McThargoid burger when you got there. Still, someone would tell you that they're fluid in 45 minutes and hundreds of suckers would go if they were told that they'd get a free fleet carrier. As it turns out, it's lucky that he didn't set off as Commander All later reported that all, was, all this was down to a navigation error by a new crew member would spill coffee over the console as he was piloting. Apparently, we think he's decided that the previous crew member did a better job, as he says he's reverted to an earlier driver and the problem's been fixed. If you're thinking of cashing in some exploration data, now is the time! For the next eight weeks, it could count towards going for Gold 3, a new Hutton exploration event in association with the Hutton Helper. The previous Galactic Squadron competition period ended this morning and Hutton was seventh, without really trying much, with four and a half billion points or nine billion credits. Yeah, I know. No, no, I don't know why either. But anyway, the leaders, the Germans, had 15 billion um, points, not credits. Oh, this is going to get confusing. Our glorious leaver Alvin has decreed that an extension be built to the Hutton Trophy Cabinet, and since he loves only gold, you can work out the rest for yourself. The last time Hutton did this was January 3307, so it was somewhat overdue, and you might get a lovely trophy for your cockpit dash. If you want to join in, you need to do three things. First, have the Hutton Helper running, download it from hop.forthemug.com, and if you haven't done that already, why not? Second, be in the Hutton Squadron, that's H-U-T-T, for your efforts to count towards our overall collective tally. Third and last, sell cartographic data in the usual way between 0700 this morning, Thursday 26th of May 3308, and 0700 on the 21st of July 3308. That might sound a long time away, but it's only eight weeks, so get out there and get busy. I see a couple of you have already dumped some carto data and wipe clean your slates. Exploration credits will count towards your personal haul and the overall Hutton tally, tracked as ever by those marvellous techno wizards behind the Hutton Helper curtain. Just look in current events on the Hutton Helper and you will see the Going for Gold 3 tracker page. Which club will you be in? Do you even want to be in a club? Why would you not want to be a member of a club that would let you in? Already, some chuckers have answered the call. Reports that a commander of the leak-munching persuasion between bouts of insulting the Earth defense, defense Fleet will venture into the black in something he describes as an explorer sidey, whatever one of those might be. Still, it's not about the size of your jump range, it's about the carto credits you rake in. 
If you're a bit rusty on exploration or have never tried it, if you don't know your DSS from your FSS, Commander Chicks will be along later and for the next three weeks, because we can get a bit better deal on him that way, to give you some tricks and tips to maximise your exploration credits haul. Finally, those chuckers whose contribution is deemed significant will receive a token of the esteem in which they are held by Alvin. Those truckers who were conspicuous in less distinguished ways, for example jumping into a system and getting fried to a crispy pop between two stars, or those that faceplant their ship into a planet may even receive a mention in dispatches. We received an appeal for assistance this week via a Galtwit post. And, as Hutton truckers do, we sprang into action to assist one particular commander. It appears that due to an extended sabbatical and potentially pending porting of his pilot's license from Hotbox-style systems to a PC, a commander codenamed Regression to the Mean inquired as to how Hutton might help him offload his carrier in advance of it being mothballed for a while. The carrier's coordinates 20,000 tons of tritium, all legitimately obtained. Enough for a few laps around the Milky Way with enough spare thereafter for a trip one-tenth of the way to Andromeda, where, uh, of course, you'll be stranded with no possibility of rescue. So, um, yeah, we, we don't recommend that. With his sabbatical pending over the next few way, uh, ways and loath to just flush the entire contents to space, and set fire to it just for the heck of it, the commander of the carrier not to scale flew the carrier to Epsilon Indy. Stuck a price tag of the never-to-be-beaten-at-this-price variety on the cargo and opened the carrier to any waiting Hutton trucks to assist with the offloading. Like the dutiful truckers that we are, or possibly like sharks sniffing for blood, truckers arrived en masse, including commanders Aiden, Snuggles McKeague, Flossie and others and the Hutton, the Hutton hot boss. This is where things started to get a little out of hand. The tritium went, um, then the contents of the bar went, then all the toilet rolls from the uh, on-carrier facilities. Some enterprising trucker bought a socket set with an oxycetylene torch, the, the, the wall cladding, the padded seats in the bar, the little um, projectors that shine the pad numbers in the air, the captain's chair, complete with the little screen, the captain's coffee machine from the ready room, even the empty pizza boxes laying around in the docking bay. When the commander had asked for his carrier to be emptied, we're not sure he meant quite this thoroughly. He has asked for the safe return of his zero-g ten-pin bowling trophies and one small cuddly toy bear who answers to the name of Mr. Hugs for um, sentimental reasons. We have reason to believe that said fluffy comforter might be currently aboard the Hutton Hot Boss en route to Colonia. The guilty party has said that Mr. Hugs just needed a holiday and after a few selfies at Fort Mug would be taking the next hot bus home. We're just hoping that the pet snakes don't snack on him in the meantime. Commanders Flossie and Hanky are said to be replete with fuel now and ready for just about anything, as long as it involves an awful lot of fuel. <coughs> Hanky Prime, first of all the Hankies, 
or is it Hankies? Anyway, found himself on the wrong side of Colonia's legal system this week after playing dodgems with a local whore. It probably wouldn't have been so bad if he had been in a heavily armoured federal corvette at the time. The self-proclaimed Emperor of all the Colonias had, had recently reconfigured his cockpit control, so instead of beginning the process of printing a 3D hot dog, extra onions, extra cheese, extra hot dog, the big red button boosted him through the letterbox, much to the consternation of an incoming hauler pilot, who started his approach with 12 tons of bio-waste behind him and ended it with 14 tons. A strangled whimper was all that could be heard from the pilot as Hanky's behemoth impacted on the small yellow ship, sending it and its unfortunate pilot careening around the slot like a pinball before exploding, well, popping, against the wall. Now, station defences don't care if you're the grandest of all the grand poobahs or if you're a pilot in a near unstoppable juggernaut death machine, they take a dim view of big ships smashing up little ships in the letterbox. You could say that station defences take a psychotically, violently dim view of it, in fact. And so was the case with Hankey. No amount of thermoresistant, deep-plated armour could change the outcome once the big guns turned on him. Boom, splat, and off he went to the detention facility to pay off his debt to society. Upon being released from his escape pod, he made the standard grovelling apology video that we all have to make, paid off his bounty, his fine, and insurance claims on both the ships. So, after hovering around in the social area playing Pac-Man for a while, his replacement shipper finally arrived. The exalted one then boarded his royal transport and prepared to resume his journey several million credits poorer than he had started the day. It was only when he set his course that he realised he was some 314 light years from home and didn't have a fuel scoop. Not to worry, surely such a well-stocked and well-maintained facility would have something in outfitting, right? Right? Well, they did. But as detention facilities don't like to make things easier for the criminal fraternity, they only stopped on one e-scoop. So his choice was to fit it and fly back very, very slowly, or to get a taxi home and have his Corvette delivered to civilization at great personal cost. We left him to it at that point and got an apex. I'm not sure that I can remember a week where more adverse states have afflicted random, normally quiet Hutton systems. We've had discontent, blight, drought, more discontent, more drought. What next? Space frogs, locusts? Still, things have settled down somewhat towards the end of the week, but more on those stories coming up. Barnard Star is on 32% and, as usual, at the bottom of the Hutton systems table. An infrastructure failure affecting half of the system factions was cleared midweek opening up the commodities markets. A civil war for second place is about to break out between the usual suspects, which will tie up a third of the influence, making it harder to move. But it doesn't look like we shouldn't try. Epsilon Eridani seems to be stuck around 38 after recovering from its recent outbreak, and Epsilon Indy hovers a point above it on 39. Avic has gone a third week without a war, and the 20-point gap to Sirius tells me that Lee Yong-ri has bigger things to worry about, like stronger hair gel for his ridiculous quiff. Bring it, LYR, if of course you think your quiff is hard enough. 
The blight in Alpha Centauri was cleared in the last couple of days. Thanks go to Commander Aiden, who had stopped his fleet carrier, Alvin's Mercy, with agronomic treatment and put it on station in the system. Two systems, Ross 671 and LP245-10, have been affected by a drought. Without a water world in either system, parched citizens were forced to turn to their booze cabinets, which have been particularly hard hit. When contacted for a comment, a spokesman for Ross 671 giggled a lot. There was a crash of furniture as he fell off his chair and then he was heard to fart and snore loudly. The drought in LP245-10 has been cleared and citizens have asked that visiting commanders do so quietly as they have a bit of a thick head. The drought and boozy partying in Ross 671 continues. Thanks also to those commanders who turned arms dealers and sold weapons to the system authority in Loyton 145-141 to help root out the terrorist cells there. Reports from the system are somewhat garbled, but apparently the terrorists made a last stand in the Euclid Station Zoo, where security forces successfully managed to shoot the gorillas and rescue the ostriches. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have just four systems above 60%. Remember, don't boost or jump dump data into systems that are above 60%. Operation Jump to a Dump concluded in LP715-52, where the Roughnecks very kindly handed us our asses, for which we thanked them and withdrew gracefully. Priorities this week are if you want to truck something, clear the drought in Ross 671 and boost Barnard Star. If you want to shoot something, blow the cobwebs off your scanners and go for gold. We love bringing you news of Mutilla's events and we hope that you enjoy hearing tales of far-flung places and events closer to home. This week we've heard from... The Nexus Initiative. Does the sun still rise in the east? In the east. Five Euro Tours and the Jamira Void Expedition. Links will, as always, be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. Commander Caboose has reported that the Gary Hogan is in dry dock at the moment and won't be going anywhere until the Pilots Federation are ready to provide the ability to add space legs for the Xboxes. However, if anyone wants a break from the real galaxy and would like to play a video game, apparently the Legacy of Dawn will be hosting a welcome event in something called Star Citizen for anyone who wants to try and experience the free-to-play weekend with a crew. Commander the Presence is and with an entirely peduncle-free report. It's Does the Stun Still Rise in the East? In the East. Week 12. Commander the Presence here again, and I'm nowhere near where I thought I'd be. In my hubris, I thought I'd be able to finagle my way directly across the Tenebrae sector to my next waypoint by staying as close to the level of the galactic plane as possible and then use copious amounts of jumponium, manually plotting star by star. I managed to get across about 800 light years of the 6,500 needed when all the lights went out, leave me, leaving me about 100 jumps short of the next set destination. 
with my tail between my legs and the area in my cockpit as blue as a, a really blue thing, I reversed course and started looking at how to follow the Huntsman and Silver Taffer to Waypoint 11, the DSSA carrier Deus Volt, and from there to Waypoint 12, Magellan Star. It was time to break out the new toys and I reached for the box that said incredibly helpful and useful ED in interactive astrometrics map, courtesy of those lovely people at edastro.com. Using the heat map, I could instantly see the futility of my initial course. There was literally nothing there. Indeed, my next targets were on some kind of a horn on the eastern edge of the Milky Way, making my proposed route a nonsense and leaving me quite the detour down, round and back up again. I sincerely hope the other commanders, left trying to reach Deus Vault and Magellan Star, commanders Junagu, Walsander, Kahek Rus and Godtar, can avoid my fate, although 99% of the systems I am now travelling through are already discovered, so I'm certainly not the first person to get caught out this way. Until next week, 07. We went to collect Commander Hunter's contributions to this week's show, but there was no sign of him. The doors were locked, the labours were looking at us through neck curtains, but we found this note pinned to his door. By the time you hear this, the five Euro Tours journey will be underway. Indeed, it started a few hours ago, but there's still room to join us on this amazing journey to the centre of the galaxy. Sign up at bit.ly forward slash five Euro Tours return and get flying. Join the Discord if you're looking for a chat across multiple platforms. Commanders Quietech 2001 and Noob Queen had great fun with all the members of the Shamira Void Expedition with a destination of Sepositor's Beacon, thought to be the most distant reachable system from the centre of the galaxy. Here's the expedition report. Gigantic metal yeasts began roaring and the frameshift drives spinning to life. A moment of significance began sinking in marking the commencement of the journey into the deep void. In the bellies we were, of the FC Chimera, accompanied by FC Spirit of the North. Some commanders grew anxious as it was their first taste of the great emptiness. Exploring the unknown of the farthest reaches of our galaxy, the final destination, Suppositus Beacon, awaited. During the traverse, some discovered another fascinating destination worth setting foot in, the bar. Commanders conversed and drank while the journey continued. Pristine systems and astronomical bodies were discovered. The beauty of the universe captured. Drinks poured for the Rattos, people and Thargoids alike. Although he denies it, some speculate Commander Quiatek, leader of the expedition, made some strange, strikingly familiar noises. After days of jumps and an immeasurable amount of patience, we arrived. Leaving the safe confines of the bar, then jumping into our ships, numerous engines roared to life, eagerly launching into the profound silence of the void. Some were overwhelmed by the big black and the galaxy's silhouette, 
clear and bright in the distance. We were ecstatic, but the silence and emptiness were slowly taking its toll on us. We were zipping and flying around the fleet carriers we temporarily called home, then jumping in unison to destinations unknown. There was screaming and shouting, but all in a trance of excitement and jubilee. Then we finally returned to the two steel beasts we came to call home, then went to sleep, lulled by more drinks with some strange berries someone found on the way. Before we knew it, we were heading back to civilization, feeling sorry to leave this remarkable yet empty space behind. Thus, the Chimera Void expedition slowly became history, recorded and saved to inspire the next group of commanders to visit the Suppositus Beacon. And as we bid farewell to the Chimera Void expedition, we've got a video of them final mass jump. Do you know of any others? Do you know how to use email? If the answer to both of these is yes, then email itookpart at huttonarbital.com and tell us what we've missed. Before we move on with the rest of the show, uh, as is sometimes our duty, we a little extra news to report. Many people aren't aware, but as with the joke about the anaconda, Hutton is old. Very old. Hidden away in a dusty cupboard at the back of one of the levels that few people visit is the Hutton computer room. Wall to wall, it's lined with relics of bygone ages flashing and beeping away and keeping everything in the station running at peak efficiency. Whether it's the speak and spell that powers the PA system, or the rather ancient green screen portable computer that manages payroll. By portable we mean with the aid of a forklift. Despite their great age, these computers are the buzzing hub of all things Hutton. 
apart from the copy of Elite on a BBC Micro in one corner. That's there just for fun. Keeping this running is a team of techno-necromancers, archaeologists and wild-eyed, soldering-iron-wielding superheroes. Making the occasional journey out to Hutton Orbital, maybe only once a month with some fresh capacitors or a replacement memory bank. Regularly amongst these was Commander Vernon, an archaeological expert in all things retro. Armed with the kind of knowledge that is in the same league as understanding Egyptian hieroglyphics or ancient Sumerian. He had a way with this technology, able to coax it into lasting just one more month or one more week. It helped that he made his visit in full dynamic archaeological regalia. Wide-brimmed hat, bull-hide whip and a winning smile. Unfortunately, for those who knew him, uh, Commander Vernon was struck down with a kind of systems failure that couldn't be solved with a dab of solder or a few new capacitors. This didn't deter him, though. He simply built himself newer and more interesting ways with which to interact with the galaxy, make his journeys out on fleet carriers and stand on far planets. When not performing his technical wizardry or being chased by giant boulders and leaping over spike-filled pits, he spent the last six months in the company of fellow commanders, experiencing everything the galaxy had to offer, whether the Guardian ruins, Thargoid structures, or just fascinating planets throughout the Milky Way. So it was with a heavy heart, but with no small amount of wonder at his fortitude and good humour in keeping going throughout all his tribulations, that we finally received the news that he'd made his last journey and slipped peacefully to sleep earlier this week. His partner Tracy sent us the news and, as always here at Hutton, we sent back our love, thoughts and of course condolences on hearing of his passing. Since publishing the news, forum channels have been clogged with messages of sympathy, stories of his adventures and fond memories from friends far and wide. His technical leg legacy will live on. We will help his partner ensure that. For the time being though, he is, and will be, remembered. Rest in peace, Commander Vernon, and we send you on your way with what we feel is a quite appropriate 21-gun salute. Goodbye, Commander Vernon. <clears throat> anyway. Yes. Bye, Commander Vernon. Yeah. All right, everybody. And we're back. Thank you. Sorry again about the um, having the um, sad news there, but uh, that's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, have I pressed the... Hang on. That's better. <clears throat> I pressed the wrong button. Right. Oh. <laughs> we hadn't noticed. 
Where, where are you talking to yourself? No, 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 I just, uh, never mind. Too, so many buttons, well, so little time. Change, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a nice lot so, of uh, farewell. So that though. jump clip was seamless. Mm. Hey, yes, all right. So the, I blame the idiot who edited it this afternoon. Oh, that was me. Um, yeah. Can you afford royalties yeah. Funny enough, the music? Yeah. No, we no. all blame that idiot. We all blame the same idiot as you. No, actually, that that the music is one that I've paid for, so I could I could use it. But but, yeah. but unfortunately, it looked like the editing was bollocked up, <laughs> and the music <laughs> ended far. It was all lined up when I had it. Oh, never mind. Do you know what we could have done? We right about now. We could have done with an oaf to blame. Yeah. 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 Who's elf? Oh, just an oaf. But you know, seamless. Yes. Seamless. You sounded a bit robotic that first time. Mm -hmm. uh, that was that the was, recording. That was like Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so going to get one of those voice changer things that you all keep going on about. Yeah. Voice mod. Mm. It was sure, like, it was kind of slightly Cyberman, Cyberman seamless. I could pull off Dalek. Sure. Yeah. What you do in your spare time is your business. <laughs> I, wondered what, I, I wondered what that plunger was for. <laughs> and the egg whisk. I thought that was an I thought that was an eye on a stick. I didn't know. Yeah. Handy in the, the kitchen. Yes. Don't be handy in the kitchen. Mi it's the yeah. two mini indicator lights on uh, on her hat that's bothering me. Yeah. Um, well, to help planes land. <laughs> so who saw the live stream this week? Nobody, nobody. nobody. It wasn't one. <laughs> nobody saw the live stream this week. <laughs> time I get in before five o'clock as well. I'm putting on. I'm getting purple things this time. No. Yes. No. So we didn't have a live stream. No, they do not. Two that, weeks. You weren't listing last Except week. it will be next Thursday because it's a bank holiday. So it's a bank holiday sure Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's a bank yeah. holiday Thursday next week. Yeah. And, and there I was staring at the screen. Yeah, for lonely. You know, for thinking I'd messed up the time. Yeah. You did. You were a week out. Well, probably, probably yeah. three weeks out, probably. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks ago when they had it on a Wednesday. Anyway. Yeah, just that really, that's really just to throw you off. It's to, it's to catch it, the unwary. You, um, one of the, one of Flossie's articles there, the commander, the presence, tenant. Mm. Oh, God, I know exactly uh, what he's going through because I did exactly the same thing about two years ago. You didn't bother to tell him, did you? No, oh, no. Well, I, I, I've got a map, and there's, you know, there's, the information's out there. Like you said, you can go and look at ED Astro. But when when you get there, you think, oh yeah, I'll just talk about forty thousand light years and straight on till morning, mm. um, until you get to the edge, and you your root plotter's not working. You, I don't you know, think give it a percussive tap, you know. And anyway, you've got to go all the way around, which took me. At least a month to get round this. I don't this think I've heard of that. Where is Tenebrae? Tenebrae. It's on the on the right hand side. Right. I, I always in the galaxy. I always envisioned Commander the Presence as being a very chipper chap. Is it chipper chap? Or or gal? You know, chipper gal. <laughs> That's right. I don't know from the name, but um, you know, very excited constantly because I remember reading uh, the Presence articles, and I always like. Yes, chipper, and it always reads so happy and, yeah. you know, chipper, stiff ecstatic offer. about everything. Yeah, I fell yeah. down a big hole, sure but it's is. okay because I found a but, penny. <laughs> Self-esteem's had a bit of a kick in this week. Yes, the, with, uh, well, the countering tenebrae. The the icon, the, the the avatar that the presence uses on Discord is actually the head of Terry Thomas. 
<laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> Hello. Absolute shah. Shah. He acted in, uh, he almost played a cad in like Ealing films for the 1950s mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. That, that'll had, be why I don't know Terry Thomas. You mm-hmm. might, might kind of, he, he had like, a moustache and he always had kind of a, like, a gap holder. between his two front mm-hmm. teeth. Oh, you could park a bicycle in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. Well worth watching so, several of his several of the movies in like school for school for scoundrels. Oh, oh. He always played a not a bad guy, but he always played a bit of a cad and a bounder. Yeah, a bit of a bit of. The thought that would just bo- borrow some money off you till payday and then forget. Yes. The sort of sort of. Sort oh, of, sorry, I forgot my. The wallet. sort of lying lying toe rag that could make prime minister one day. That kind of thing. Yes. Someone <laughs> of ill repute. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm, yeah, but he. But he there was him, and then of course there was very nice about it. There was him, of course, and then there was Leslie Phillips as well. Ooh, oh, nice! Leslie, oh, yeah. Leslie oh, Phillips yeah. played similar kinds of characters, but just in a slightly different way. I'm trying to remember which one of them modelled his catchphrase on the other, and I can't remember which way round. Oh, I don't know, because it was Leslie Phillips that always said the hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Ding dong. That sort of syrupy. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. So, sort of slightly syrupy, upper class, sleazy. And welcome to yes. an episode of yeah. All Our Yesterdays. <laughs> <laughs> Next on Radio 3. Hello. <laughs> so anyway, if you ever go out that way towards uh, Magellan Star, um, to approach it from the from the north, if you like, from the top of the galaxy, it's quite tricky. It's a bit like trying to get from Skegness to Cromer uh, when the tide's out without getting your feet wet. It's like, I know it's there somewhere, but I've got to, well, I've got to go all the way to Kings Lynn. Well, that's anyway. not that's not very limited. Yeah, mass appeal that one there. Jigs, if you're walking, it's a long way. <laughs> it's right across the wash. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> shut that window. It's cold in here. <laughs> it's <laughs> cold outside. Yeah. Uh, actually, we, no, we don't want you to show. We want you to talk because uh, going for gold oh, three, yes. you, it's your you, you should well, um, covered, wax we, lyrically. We, 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 We've we've covered it, haven't we? We've we've talked about it. So get out there, get exploring, submit your data. Um, there'll be a few pieces coming up in well, one later on in the next few weeks about how to do it in a in a more certain way of raking in megabucks. Venal explora- exploration, you mean? Where yeah, where <laughs> where to go and why to go there, and it's not. Obviously, the whole point of boosting your exploration data is to go somewhere nobody's been before. And if you look at um, Commander Presence's uh, new reference, the ED Astra, it looks like everybody's been everywhere. Um, But they haven't, because obviously the galaxy is three-dimensional, not just two, unlike the show, of course. Um, (laughs) We're hoping for two dimensions one day. (laughs) Uh, Multi-dimensional. so you go above, below, but try and stay off the beaten track. And whilst you'll you'll tend to find the same kind of stuff, nobody will be there before, so you're raking all those bonuses. So it's got eight weeks to run. Um, I, I was just looking earlier on the show, and Commander Takamoto um, is... There's only three, three commanders submitted exploration data, but it is only day one. Um, and he's in the lead, or they are in the lead, with five million credits. So that's two and a half million points. Why did he do that? I don't know. Anyway, 
they've done it to us, so we'll just have to put up with it, I suppose. Did you see in the chat earlier that Sal Gorf dumped enough data to get 400 arcs in one evening? Unfortunately, it wasn't a commander registered with a Hutton helper, and don't you feel stupid now, Gorf? Yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. Was it a commander not registered with a yeah. Hutton helper? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, oh, dear. An alternate. It's um, always worth doing Hutton helper for all of your Well, it's not just pilots. the Hutton helper. You've got to be in the Hut squadron as well. Um. So all of you people out there who are using the Hutton helper but not in the Hutton squadron, um, you need to have a look at your life. Have a, have a harsh <laughs> word with yourself in the mirror. And say, your life, as anyway, such as it is, anyway. is over. Join the Hutton Squadron. Well, <laughs> at least for the next eight weeks it is. <laughs> so it'll be fun. And we can. Uh, and then Tarius, he, 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 when I asked him uh, to set this up, he said, oh, I'm going to do something really cool. And uh, I didn't find out last night what he'd done until... Uh, anyway, he's, he set it up as a series of clubs. It, it looks a little bit like a Kickstarter, you know, where you have different Kickstarter levels but this is more like Carto uh, data levels. So the galaxy, the just show. Do you want to be in the just showing off club? Over fifty billion credits. Nobody wants to be in that club. We, 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 no, that's because you're in it. Well, no, not this time. <laughs> found around. a found a member. Yeah. <laughs> just like first rule of just showing off club is uh, anyway. <sighs> right. Yes. So. Uh, first rule is to let everybody know that you're in Just Showing Off Club. <laughs> I'm in Just Showing Off Club. Are you in Just yes. Showing Off Club? The, the first rule of attention-seeking club is... Me! Is, me! Me, me! I want to tell them! I want to tell them! I want to tell them! Hi! <laughs> Don't want you interrupt, but hi! Got a bit of what should be good news coming up here. Um, obviously, our fluffy leader, Alvin has been with Snoz now just over seven years, about 12 days ago. That was the seventh year anniversary. But something um, hearing dog related, uh, those of you who've been with us for a while remember that a couple of years ago we actually named a puppy. We had a, a competition to name it, and then we said, sod it, we'll just name him anyway. And the puppy was called Hutton. A lovely little puppy. Uh, unfortunately, did not. Uh, lived to reach adulthood and, and died two years ago this month. But there is a process starting to obtain another dog which could be named. Uh, people from Hearing Dogs were speaking to Snoz today and confirmed that. So um, I don't think we can have Doggy McDogface or anything like that. Uh, so let's, we'll find we'll find out the details of stuff through Snoz as it goes on. But fingers crossed we might actually have our own another um, Hopefully, more lucky. I think puppy. the. Uh, I think yeah, it's it's awful when a wee puppy, young dog like that dies. It's terrible. But um, mm. I think the the letters go by letters of the alphabet as well. Yeah. So all the dogs from a litter, their names will start with the same letter. So it might help if we find out what letter we're on. What letter it is for for no. the letter we're well, naming, and yeah. that'll give us a. That gives a starter for yeah. ten. Well, I think it? it's it's still early days now. I think it's just it's the process has just been started. Yeah, I don't think. It, there's a discussion. Yeah, yeah I did. I think they'll uh, try and make make sure that the you don't want a name like bastard, so you don't want to. You, <laughs> well, you might not <laughs> bastard McBastard face <laughs> instead of shouting Fenton across. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Yeah, I was. I was. 
I was going to say, I know at least one Doug that used to answer to the name Bastard, but <laughs> he was a bit of a bastard, so, you know. <laughs> it wasn't his name, we just knew that we meant him when we shouted it. Have we got anything or something? We have got Green Room, so don't forget everyone we have, for listening, we we've got Green Room, so uh, we've got... If you don't want to go and sit in the green room yet, don't worry. We'll give you a little bit of notice, but it's worth starting getting ready. Make sure you've got TeamSpeak installed. Make sure it's all working and make sure green that you're room. pointing to... What is it we point to, Flossie? Where do we get them to go? The sky! Fathersmog.com. And it's right. not a website. It's a server. It's, it's a server. It's a TeamSpeak server, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And if you haven't got TeamSpeak 3 installed yet, you... Just got time to download and work out what's going on, and then, and then you, you'll be able to join and find. You can't talk to us because you don't know how to turn the microphone on. <laughs> TS for the mug dot com. TS for Teamspeak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. TS dot for the mug dot com. <coughs> yes. Correct. There were silent dots there. And if you're if you're not sure about that, that's TS dot for the mug dot com. And, and what if you're listening in black and white? One, yeah, TS yeah. Dot okay, so, for the mug dot com. Yeah. Just Sorry, in case you that? didn't understand my my accent, chicks, could you have a go? Because they might not understand my accent. Uh, have a go at what? The t- <laughs> I didn't understand TS. what you were talking about. Oh, sorry, yeah. It's can you do the ts dot for the mug dot com thing? Ts dot for the mug dot com. Okay. One more time. Ts dot for the mug dot com. Oh, oh, right, I missed a dot out. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It's nearly time for Flossie to bring us up to speed with what's been happening in the community goals. But we've just got time before that for a picture spin quiz, and I want you to shout out as soon as you know what it is. Uh, oh, it's, I feel it's a discombobulated so giraffe. It's Michael. Michael Douglas. Michael Knight's car. Is it Michael? Oh, it's not cat, is it? It's a It's a. Oh, it's an aardvark. It's an aardvark. 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 I think that's it. Yes, it's off. <sighs> the aardvark from the aardvark. show. Which will be familiar to any viewers who stick with us to the bitter end each week. Talking of friends that are always with us, we're finally going to hand over to Flossie with the CG News. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is, then. Listen to what Flossie says Interstellar Initiative Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG News Last week's CG, Fight the Kumo Crew is finished at 0600 UTC this morning at Tier 2 with a total of over 49.5 billion credits earned. 
The Paint Job Rewards for participating contributors are Top 75% Viper Mark III Pirate Faction Orange Top 50% Vulture Pirate Faction Purple Top 25% Ferdinand's Pirate Faction Red These rewards are cumulative and higher contributor bands will receive the paid jobs from lower brand bands. There are no new CGs this week, but commanders may have received a message in their in-game inbox. Commander, this is Professor Albert Tesoro. As you know, Aegis has been shut down. I have kept the records of those commanders who supported Aegis's work in the past. Hope you don't mind. Earlier today, I received a curious message. All it said was, minus 3.125 slash 25.53125 slash 2.6875, who is salvation. Such cryptic messages aren't rare. You'd be surprised how many people think they have a tip-off on some grand secret or another. But this one included a data tag unique to the Oaken Point facility that Azimuth formerly operated. The coordinates map to the DGKNM Renatcorum system. I'm going to fly there now, but I'd like you to take a look yourself if you can. If there's something to be found, we can draw media attention with enough witnesses. Salvation may have won the superpowers trust, but perhaps we can prove that trust is misplaced. And that's it for this week's GG News. Blossy told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Now it's time for the cannon and ball of Galnet News. Well, one of them knows all cannon and the other one has a ball. It's Beetlejuice and Wellspoon to tell us all who's plotting what. Rock on, Tommy! You had me skin then! Galnet News Digest, 26th of May 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Professor Albert Tesro unveils a lead that may help to unmask salvation. The crew of the Golconda face a dilemma, and Arkham Delane vows to find a dredger that's parked right outside his front door. Professor Albert Tesro, the former head of research at Aegis, has shared a tip-off that may unmask the identity of salvation. The message is brief, giving coordinates, and the three words, who is salvation? Tesro says she believes the message to be a genuine tip-off because it gives a data tag from Azimuth Biochemicals Facility Oaken Point. Tesro has already researched the message and says that the coordinates are those of the DG Carnum Venaticorum system. A settlement on Moon A of Planet A4 may hold the information Tesro has been directed to. It is unclear who the informer is or why they want to help Professor Tesro and Aegis. The Artificers Clan 
is repairing the Golconda, and in the process is creating a dilemma for those who once travelled on it. The Golconda megaship was discovered in distress three and a half years ago in the Upaniklis system. Its thousand-year sub-lightspeed voyage from the Sol system was part of an early initiative to colonise the galaxy, from an era before faster-than-light travel. The passengers and crew of the Golconda were delighted to be rescued in November 3305, after the Golconda developed a number of technical failures and a mysterious virus swept through its inhabitants. They were granted an outpost and an agricultural facility by the Federation, and they currently live a secluded life, making unique, distilled beverage that helps fund their lifestyle. But now, with the arrival of the Artificer clan, that may all change. Jonathan Forrester, one-time captain of the Golconda, described the dilemma facing his people. When the Dredger clan first arrived in the Upaniklis system, we feared they had come to salvage the Golconda. Instead, to our surprise, they've initiated engineering work on it, reinforcing the ship's structural integrity, repairing damaged components, and installing modern engines and navigational systems. Yet, the decks where our community previously lived remain untouched. The artificers didn't request permission to do this, which upset many of us, but today we received a message expressing a strange, childlike excitement at finding what they called a dead hulk, and their determination to revive it for us. With their incredible skills, it's possible that the Golconda could become spaceworthy again, within weeks. This has prompted a huge debate among my people. Should we return to our old home? Some have grown accustomed to the benefits of leaving at this outpost. Others believe we should resume journeying between the stars, as our ancestors did for centuries. Many are looking to me for leadership, and I must admit to finding such a decision hard. I thought that the Golconda was our history, but perhaps it still holds our future. Arch-Corsair Vidar Trask is dead, following a furiously fought last stand in the HIP-10792 system, and Archon Delane has vowed to hunt down the Blue Viper Club dredger and slaughter everyone on board after it was revealed that the clan formed the majority of Trask's band of mercenaries. Trask was, until two weeks ago, Pirate King Archon Delane's most trusted aid and advisor, but it turns out he'd been secretly plotting with Kay Volantine of the Dredger Clan to overthrow Delane and take over the Kumo Council for himself. Volantine and Trask together amassed a fortune in gambling proceeds, with which they bought the loyalty of criminals both within and from outside the pirate clans, including Volantine's Blue Viper Club crew. Trask was killed in combat, and the remaining ships of the Trask Death Corsairs have scattered. K. Volantine escaped from Kumo City back to the Dredger and announced that the Dredger would jump to a secret location hundreds of light years away. Archon Delanus proclaimed that the Dredger, which he described as a rusting hulk, will find no refuge from his wrath anywhere in the galaxy, no matter how hard it tries to hide. If the Kumo Council wants to hunt down and destroy the Dredger, and kill every man, woman, and child aboard it, the good news is that it hasn't gone anywhere. It remains where it has been since July last year, in Pegasi Sector PN-TC3-14, a very short 27.6 megameters from Kumo City. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. 
Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Weatherspoon. Which one do you think wears the big red stockbroker braces? Now, as mentioned earlier, here is Commander Chicks to offer up some useful exploration tips and tricks from the last time we went for gold. Good evening, truckers, and welcome to the first in a series of Exploration Tips and Tricks with Commander Chicks. In a couple of days, I'm going to be back in the bubble after spending two and a half years out in the black. And since Alvin has noticed that the Hutton Squadron trophy cabinet is a bit light on, well, trophies, and has decided that we are going for gold part deux, I thought I'd share a few bits and pieces of hard-won advice on how to make credits from exploration. This week, I'd like to talk about exploration ships and where to go in them. Before you groan at the prospect of 10 minutes of frameshift drive specifications, how to shave off two tons of fuel mass and add half a light year to your jump range, rest easy. I'm going to leave that to the multitude of YouTube videos, guides and excellent third-party tools already out there. Firstly, let's dispel the myth that you need a super lightweight, paper-thin, fully engineered, Guardian-enhanced Explorer Conda. You don't. If you have one, that's great, but with a few exceptions you can happily gather exploration data with pretty much any ship in the game. If I had to pick a top three in increasing price range, the first two are easy, as the clue is in the name. The Diamondback Explorer, then the Asp Explorer. Thirdly, and for me at least, it would have to be the Anaconda. Whichever ship you fly, and whatever its jump range, remember that neither of those things matter not one jot to how much you will earn from exploration. That, my brother truckers, depends on where you go and what you scan. Which commander type are you? There are two types of explorers in the galaxy. There are the jump honk scan repeat merchants that rack up tens of thousands of light years every week, rushing about the galaxy, honking everything and mapping little. And then there are those commanders that glide serenely along, economically jumping to the next closest system, doing proper exploring hoovering up credits like autumn leaves. This goes back to my point about exploration ships. Unless you are going into the sparse regions at the edges of the galaxy, you really don't need a huge jump range. Okay, I fly a 73 plus light year engineered stripped down anaconda, but before you all cry hypocrite, my average jump distance is only 37 light years, only half my jump range, and that's across 25,000 jumps. Whichever ship you choose, Make sure you fit a decent frameshift drive, let's say more than 35 light years jump range is preferable, a discovery surface scanner and a large fuel scoop. Recommended optional extras are a surface reconnaissance vehicle and a small shield for bumpy landings, but ditch the weapons. So where should we go, you ask? Exploration commanders should ignore the advice of the surly landlord of the slaughtered lamb in an American werewolf in London and most definitely stay off the road. Do you find that you choose a destination, say Sagittarius A-Star, Colonia or a Nebula, head for it then find every system has been discovered previously? That's because every Tom, Dick and Commander Harriet has previously had the same thought. Third party tools such as ED Astro will show you a heat map of regions that have been visited previously. Choose lesser travelled routes off the beaten path and stay well above or below the galactic plane by a hundred light years or more and you'll notice how many systems are still undiscovered, even close to the bubble. Only last week I found eight undiscovered Earth-like worlds in five days, only 5,000 light years from the bubble, but a hundred light years below the galactic plane. The point is that you don't need to go to the edge of the galaxy to make exploration credits. 
there are thousands of undiscovered systems just outside the bubble. Only 0.05% of the systems in the galaxy have been visited. By all means, make some long jumps to get away from pirates and into virgin territory, but you don't need to go that far out of the bubble to make lots of exploration credits. Next time, I'm going to talk about which system types and planets are best to scan and how to triple your exploration credits. So join me, Commander Chicks, next week at the same time, same place, Hot and Radio. Thank you, Commander Chicks. Lots to absorb there. A few myths dispelled. And tune in next week for more. Now it's time for Glasgow's finest to tell us who overachieved in what. It's Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to the Hutton Helper results. The Hutton Helper results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with free pixels for your face, so no one knows it was you pictured next to the oaf. This week we have the following events: the if they can't catch me, they can't find they can't find me shield, the bringing the booze in for work cup winners cup, the your mission will fail if the whole of it is published challenge, the. Everyone else got a bounty except me, trophy. The shot yourself in the foot, repeatedly, deja vu uh, trophy. And the sharing a taxi home at the end of the not party, extravaganza. So, put on your best work event frock, get the bubbly on ice and don't tell the media. This week's Hutton Helper results are... Mark Xanthius jumped 38,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Coma skid... Or is it called my skid mark? Sold 74,000 tons of stuff. Top mission runner is Montgomery Python again with 1,125 mission points. It's all changed with bounties handed in. Johnny S won this week by handing in 123 millions worth of the little buggers. Veloran handed in 207 million credits of combat bonds. And M Grey delivered 271 people to their various destinations. Quite weak in the taxis this week. So that's a decal for Coma Skid. Email I took part at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect a Your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a big red box full of champers, a work event popper, work event hats, and a packet of work event balloons. There were five Hutton runs this week. They must have heard about the budget about the sale at budget clones for you. Or the free flight suit fumigation that wanders. So, Gabe Derasp got there in allegedly 1 hour 52 minutes 17 seconds for an equally laconic 575th place. Here we go again. Zen Zob Krell made the run in 1 hour 24 minutes and 23 seconds for 176th place overall. Retired Navy IT1 was back at Hutton as soon as the advert aired for Wonders and only took 1 hour 24 minutes and 17 seconds to get there for 165th place. Taryn Capel took 1 hour 23 minutes 50 seconds for 78th place and Chucklefuck arrived in 1 hour 23 minutes 46 seconds for a very respectable 62nd place. Much more respectable than the commander himself. There's a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing shipped, shot, rescued, looted, repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, burnt, 
frozen, liquidated, evaporated, sandblasted, sponged down and smelled. Also, you can get yourself a very hot, fetching hot decal for doing it. I bet you're wondering how you can be a part of it. Well, here's an idea for you. Why not go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the delicious new Hutton Helper, available in three delicious flavours. Let's face it, anything has to be better than posing for a photo at a highly illegal, okay, mildly illegal, work event, then denying you were there. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. Uh, lots to think about there. But something I definitely don't want to think about is where Amelia went for this week's Galnet Fairs Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. We all know about eggs, right? Humans eat eggs all the time. Bird eggs, fish eggs, chocolate eggs, apiornis eggs, and this one time, a Fabergé egg. I'm, I'm banned from that museum now. But it was worth it. Anyway, I shouldn't say too much until the court case is resolved, so um, let's push on. I'm in Seance this week to find out more about the mysterious leathery eggs they sell here. For years, they were thought to be genuine fossilised eggs from a long extinct local species, which had been recovered and sold in very limited numbers to the most discerning of collectors. It was only as recently as, a, well, recently, that the eggs were found to be the work of a highly skilled prop maker who operates from a hidden workshop down in the aptly named planet industry. It's technically a warm Earth-like world with oxygen-rich air and temperatures at around 30 degrees Celsius. But with air pressure at 7.25 atmospheres, you wouldn't want to be outside without a pressure suit. This weather is always the same here, bright starshine and cloudless blue skies. There aren't really trees, but lots of grasses, creeper plants and shrubs. The animals have long since adapted to the local air pressure and they poodle about the place quite happily. There are lots of flying or gliding species here too, but they look stockier than the earth bird and have shorter, stubbier wings. We have a very pleasant onward journey to the workshop area. The planet itself is very beautiful, but I have no idea where I am. I, I couldn't see from the shuttle and down here it's all shrubberies and, and well, those blue skies. The workshop itself is underground. That's as much as I'm allowed to say about its location. Finally, I can get changed out of this pressure suit, and when I remove my helmet, the air is cool and sweet. We're in a large cavern with light panels set into the walls. I can see several workstations, all containing leathery eggs at different stages of production. Work is finished for the day, so the room is quiet. In the middle of the room is an egg on a pedestal in a tall glass case. 
This must be the original that the others are based on. The egg itself is a sort of squat ovoid. It has a leathery exterior, as you'd expect. There are four petals, if, if that's the right word, at the top, as though it would open like a Terry's chocolate orange, but with only four slices. And there are translucent areas where light shines through. The whole thing seems to be covered in a layer of clear slime. It looks as though it's being secreted, but secreted from what? Uh, it's probably an air pump with a reservoir, yeah. <laughs> that would be it. I'm joined at the glass by a tall, balding man who introduces himself as Lancelot Knight. <laughs> Whoever named him must have been drunk at the time. Magnificent, isn't it? He says. And I have to agree, although it has a degree of grotesque about it. The egg is also very compelling as an object. Lance looks around and then whispers. We, we don't normally allow this, but if you like, you can have a closer look. The texture on the original is beautifully detailed, and the individual pores are visible if you look closely. Well, I'll never get a chance like this again. Knight moves over to the panel, presses a couple of buttons, and releases the door on the case. It takes a moment for the pressure to equalise, but then I'm in. It's exquisite. These people are real artists. The changes in the colour and the proportions and... It's so realistic. Knight stands outside of the case opposite me and shined a light through the egg from the other side. My God, they've even modelled the inside of the thing. I can see the silhouette of what looks like a, an amniotic sack and... Uh, oh, wait, did something just move in there? Oh, it, mu it must be light activated, some sort of, I don't know, sensor, a motor to move the armature. How could they know? Ah, ah, right. This is one of those joke things where they scare the crap out of the newbie. Oh, the petals are opening now. Knight is staring really intently at me, hoping I'm going to start screaming and shouting to be let out. <laughs> yeah, dream on, pal. I haven't survived 82 of the galaxy's most dangerous rare goods by panicking whenever an animatronic tentacle slithers towards me. Ooh, what's... Wonder what's inside, I say loudly before sticking my face over the egg to get a good look inside. I, I mean, it looks so real. Uh, uh, the smell. Oh my God, that's it's almost unbearable. I mean, they've thought of everything. Hell's teeth, what was that? Something just shot up at my face. Crap, it's, it's out of the egg now. It looks like it's one of those Japanese spider crabs, all knuckles and skittering. Oh no, I have made a big mistake. Here it comes again. Jesus, it's fast. It's not the egg over and the plinth is wobbling too. Knight is at the control panel and he's turning up the pressure inside here and the effects... Oh, wow, the effects are immediate. My eyes feel like someone is pushing them into my head and my ears. They feel like they're about to explode. I'm struggling to draw breath. I know I don't have too long. Knight... You son of a bitch, I gasp. I hear his voice over the comm system explaining that Mr. Scott requires an adult specimen to do to round off his collection and that this is the best way to procure one. It's nothing personal. I really rather like you, but Mr. Scott, 
must have his specimen. Would it help if I played some soothing music for you? <sighs> Nothing personal? Well, it feels pretty bloody personal for where I'm standing, you bastard. The horror from the egg is eyeing me up for another strike, curling its long tail ready to push off against the glass. Oh, hang on. I might just live through today. As it springs towards me, its tail and coils behind it, I manage to step to the side of its thrashing legs and topple the plinth over onto the extended tail. Got it! I upend the egg and drop it over the top of the struggling... Uh, whatever it is. Back in the box, you! It's because of dickheads like Knight that I never leave Hutton without a nice pick nowadays. Such a versatile tool. I have to use it quickly, though, before I pass out. Knight sees the trapped creature and rushes over. I give him my best smile and swing the pick at the glass right in front of his face. The glass cracks, but doesn't break. A valiant attempt, Miss Hawk, but it appears your efforts are in vain. I'm gritting my teeth against the migraine from hell, and I'm sure one of my eardrums is gone. The pain is excruciating, but I managed to weed out the words. Pressure. Difference. I see the penny drop just before the glass explodes and shards spray onto his face and eyes at high speed. Knight staggers off across the workshop, clutching at his ruined face and screaming. I knock what's left of the glass over and step forward to freedom. My balance is off and the pain from my ear makes me want to throw up. But I have to get out of here. As I stagger my way to my pressure suit and the exit, I hear the sound of lots of legs scrabbling on the stone floor. I turn to see the crab thing about three meters behind me. It takes one look at me and my ice pick in hand and blood running from my ear and hesitates. It backs up and then turns to the crashing, screaming night across the workshop before scuttling off in pursuit. Looks like Mr. Scott might get his specimen after all. I'm Amelia Hawk, and I stared down a face hugger today, so you don't have to. Reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, oh! Did you bring this one back? No, no, oh. sorry. No, there was just there was just that one, and I had to get out of there real quick. Never had any problems at mealtimes subsequently. Not oh. yet. Mm. Although I had a little bit of a coughing fit earlier, you know, oh. when I was eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when, well, if you hold it in front of your stomach and, and eats the sandwich, then you know you're in trouble. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually going to have to listen back on that one because that was. You've uh, no idea what you I said. Was, I have no idea what I said, and my my hands were gesturing wildly. So <laughs> excellent. Yes. <laughs> it's excellent. Excellent. I was yes. Very, very yes. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> very very drunk. Yes. Lovely. Oh well. I'm glad to see which. you. You. You managed yeah. to get away from that. Yeah, you were saying there, Mr. Chick, sir? 
I was saying, speaking of which, it's, it's time to open some wine. <laughs> mm, wine. Yeah. Or, is it, so that, or is it whiskey time? Oh. Charles. Just a small glass this evening, then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, it's standing by for the green room. So, okay, anybody who isn't in the green room yet who wants to be, now's the time to do it. Uh, we are going to move down. Then we all get ready to run. I'm going to move uh, everybody who's in the... I'll put everybody in the same green room. Then I'll take the feed out of the way, and then we'll come and join you. And we've got about half a minute when I press this button, and we have the sound of running feet. Everybody ready? And here ready, we go. Ready, ready. Ready. User, your channel is reporting. User, your channel is reporting. Ready, ready, ready. User, your channel is reporting. User, your channel is reporting. <laughs> Can someone please oil that door? Welcome to the green room. And welcome. Hello, hello, hello. I think I've got everybody in. Echo. Echo. Who's? Echo. Hello. 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 What's that funny smell in here? Smells like. Really? That, that was that oh, was that was me. Oh, <laughs> that was me. I had, I had the beans earlier. Never have the beans. <laughs> no, we've definitely got, no, we've definitely got feedback, 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 feedback. A little bit of resonance. Let me just try. Try. How's that? Yay! It's, Yay. No. Oh, okay. Is it nope. still that? It's a little bit, but Palcon. I think, uh, you know, do you have, I'm just going to put you back in, Paco, have you got speakers rather than headphones? Yeah, yes, because we're hearing feedback. So could you put yourself on push to talk? Please, We're hearing you. Tools, options. Troubleshooting for the win. Then under capture. Go under the fourth one down, capture. There's a voice activity detection there, or you push to talk. <coughs> there we go. That's better. That's better. Uh, well, it was. No, because no, no, Balcon keeps coming in and out. Oh, he's turned himself up. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Still a bit. Yeah. Still a bit. I don't know from whom. It's a slight echo still, isn't it? <clears throat> Well, it's is it? It's good enough to carry on, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah. yeah I figured out what the crackle was as well. It was did you, you, wasn't it? Was, uh, did you raise dresses next year? No, it's a very subtle uh, headphone setting which you barely notice. Well, you turn on crackle. So it was you. It's crackle filter game mode, and it right. used to be game mode. Okay, yeah. let's have a go. So let's have a look. What what order are we going to go in? Let's have a look. We'll do it in the order oh, we're there. To go with the guests first. Yes, but let's go with the guests. But we'll 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 yeah, just, just do it the order we're sitting in. Being had chicks, loss. Yeah, but yes, but we're yeah, going to skip ourselves. Yes, give us. We'll talk to ourselves at the end. We'll talk to because then they can all bugger off when we've spoken to them. Should they want to? Yes. So Amelia, Mia, 
chicks, Flossie, then me, talking talking to the guests and then talk to each other's afterwards. Mr. Volcarius, how the devil are you, sir? Oh, good evening, Hutton Mortal. My, <clears throat> I'd say my, my voice module has taken some integrity damage, but I'm quite well. And what and have I you been up to? Well, well, I needed a I needed a space plumber for my combat ship earlier. But at least that's <laughs> a awesome. space plumber. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had, space drummer. Yeah, it, it it had a burst laser. A burst laser. Um, Do tell. This sounds like a story. Uh, no, that, that that was it. That that, that was the, that was the 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 punchline was the story. <laughs> but he had a bean laser. I, yeah, oh, yeah. I got I got I got that. But you know, bean, I was hoping that yeah. I was hoping for a bit more really. Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't expect so much. Well, there was a bit more. Just after, I needed. (laughs) Then I needed a space secret agent. Very strange fellow. Always greeted me twice. He gave me a. He he gave me a double O seven. I saw that coming. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of easy. (laughs) (laughs) More so. Why did we do this? One comedian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, If only I had one to fill the space. (laughs) And if you see one, let him know. Let us know. Uh, not, not as much as in the in the, uh, in the pilot seat this time. Al- although I did at least remember that I could stow away on the Chimera Void expedition, which I did. Oh, nice! How was it? Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I didn't really interact. If I didn't, didn't actually announce myself at all, that was kind of bad, actually. But the uh, I figured that would just be just over a week, which isn't about right for me, especially when I'm not the one who has to come on the fleet carrier every twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, but I've, I now have a picture at the edge of the galaxy. In a thirty light year hauler, which has no oh, business nice. being being there, and uh, something like seventy, eighty light years to the nearest star. Nice. Have you posted it on the Facebook page? No, no. I should. Uh, well, I, I can send it to you there to Commander Palantir if you want. Yeah, um, Mr. Harry Balzac, are you yeah. ready to receive files? Oh, I'm re- I'm always now, ready. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always yeah. ready to receive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Although I'm always amazed at the commanders who fly out on the very long expeditions, though. So I'd, I'd like to say well done to everyone announced by Commander Floffy on the, during those community events. She does good, our Flossy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been quite busy with the finishing touches for that tech project last time. Oh yeah. Um, so the uh, I have a domain. I, I have a Galnet domain, Ooh. and the server is up. Certificates are working. Uh, open source license chosen, and um, I'm eyeing this weekend to get a like a preview link online. Uh, I don't know if anyone at Harden would be interested in such a thing, but I can send that as well. Yeah, if you put it up, put it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if not this definitely. weekend, then then definitely next. We're giving four days and all. So. Oh well, we're, we're timing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, incidentally. Um, that's probably more for Commander Palantir. Do you remember that really large settlement distance from the news? Oh, the, yes, yes, I in, still have that saved. 14, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In 14 side Cancri. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, uh, do, do you have the picture of that navigation panel? I how, do have. Your pic- I can give yeah, us... Don't, don't, don't worry if it will be an extravagance. No, no, it's no, no. It's just a few <clears> seconds, <throat> that's all. Just talk amongst yourselves while I get on with something. Go on. Mm. Oh well, uh, so, so I, I was I was going to say that um, that nine billion billion figure, yeah, um, which I, uh, that was exactly two to the power of sixty three. Uh, so and falling. You should. Oh, well, well, if anybody should know, it's 
as you and I've seen so many computer errors and the number of times a tower of two is involved like it's almost every time so like, whenever you see a strange number um, so it's uh, for the tech people it's like the maximum for a signed 64-bit integer but it's two to the 63 yeah and uh, so apparently it was a graphics driver that caused the problem <laughs> that gives you an indication of um, how much the graphics it, it, well, does yeah well, delivery driver quotes. That won't be your rendering, though. That will be um, when, if it's using the GPU cores to do computation. Of course, yes. Um, for example, using OpenCL yeah, or CUDA. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be why. Yes, I thought it was a bit uh, clever to oh, render it badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and uh, also, if it, if it wasn't the serious corporation ruining everything, um, I think my entry for that doggy name would be Sirius, the dog star, of course. Ah, clever. You cannot be... <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to no, do that. So serious. No, does the apology officer want to do it? Sorry. I get distracted momentarily and missed it. Yeah, in any case, um, I think that's all for me. So I'll say thank you very much for the show. Hail the Empress. My pleasure. And for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. Right, I think it's me next. Now I'm speaking to you, you Commander will be Jackman. If you just bear in mind, I just I, I think Jackman was the other person who was um, causing us echoes. So, yeah, so I, I muted him. So I'm just going to bring him back in uh, when I can remember which one of these it is. There it is. Unmute quiet. There we go. Hello, Commander Jackman. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. Brilliant. Have you had a busy week? Uh, yeah, on a leech in PC land. Um, I actually got to level one in um, your mission points. And then my best mate, Simon, or Mega Boon Tastic, yeah. kicked me off by 10 points. Oh, your ex best mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best mate. And he's listening now. Yeah. Well, there's always this so week, you know. You, you, you must have a, a hot decal by now. I have, yeah. On Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. Uh, mission points is a good one. Um, mission points, uh, passengers transported is another good one. Um, probably a bit harder, but now that, um, that Alex Zuno's taking a sabbatical, bounties are always a good one as well. I haven't got but a combat ship. Ah, okay, right, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be doing bounties then. Um, yeah, but passengers, if you can, if you can transport some passengers, that's the way to do it. I take it you've, you're a splitter like me now. You've moved from Xbox to PC. I have, yeah. Yeah, splitter. Not, not completely. Not completely, but I once the frontier say this is the date, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, we'll be coming completely over. Yeah. But then you still got the Xbox part to uh, play anyway, so it's best of both worlds, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you're bringing everything with you, so you know why not? Except for my name. <laughs> Except for your name. You can do something very similar, though. You know. I could do, yeah. 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 But, you just um, you get time to think about it though, and come up with something good, though, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I reckon they're going to do it at the end of the year. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so hard. I mean, some of the Xbox and PS4, but PS players. Yeah. I want to do it. Then they're going to 
Just do it one big drunk, drag, right? Yeah. Wait till they're all drunk, then do it so they miss it, and then. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think Uh, there'll be there'll be a window of opportunity. I know they have said that there'll be for a limited time. So yeah, it's when they do it, isn't it? But I'm ready to go as well. Um, I think the only thing is I'm not going to sell my fleet carrier. I've got out there. Have you got? You're a fleet carrier owner, aren't you? No. No. What? Oh. Put it this way: on a certain other commander's name, I did have. Uh huh. Um. Long story short, how it happened, and I had to start over again. Oh. Uh, David knows all about it. Uh, but, yeah, so I started all over again, and now I'm, I've got a cutter. I've got eight billion in credits. Ooh, that's, um, that's good. Yeah. Um, and my PC commander. Yeah. yeah. 1.5 million did you say million or billion million million yeah okay um yeah i was i was like that until i took commander chick's advice and get out there and did a bit of exploration well that's one next thing i'm gonna do Um, yeah i'm not elating any of the uh categories net yeah but the other thing to remember as well is that's where community goals come in really good they're really helpful if you do a community goal it's a good way. You don't need to contribute a lot. As long as you contribute something, you come away with a decent amount of money. Because, oh, yeah. you know, if it's a trading one, the actual cargo makes you a decent profit and you get a payout at the end. So it's it's a good way to make money early on. That's true. Um, yeah. what, what I have been doing with uh, Megan Vincestic is doing a certain route. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether I should say it because it's... No, keep keep your trade routes to yourself. Don't share them. Uh, it's fifty million fifty thousand credits. Uh huh. For almost no work. Wow. Yeah. So it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, thank you for letting me join again and uh, for the mug. For the mug. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 See ya. So, Jim, Macclesfield's finest litho-breaker, how are you? Greetings. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good. Enjoyed the sofa gag, the DFS gag. Yes, very good. Well, between the DFS and the FFS, I know. <laughs> there, was, there was definitely furniture store in there somewhere. I've heard they've got a sale on. Yes. Have they? Oh, don't encourage them. Just don't encourage them. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mr. Litho, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Which I've been spared into action. Possibly. F- wasn't me, honestly. No, it was Jack. He's gone. David's gone. Uh, you've been spared into action doing what? Uh, well, it's going for goal three. It's finally oh, made no. me decide that it's time for my other me to um, to come back from Distant Worlds 2. Where Where is your other self? Doing well, actually. I'm about 7,000 light years from Hutton space uh, well perfect so i'm like just, what, just five six of the way back in a what point of the clock um on the way back from a fairly straight line through from colonia oh okay so you're I'm on the way back from dw2 in a long long time sadly i dumped most of my data in the hot call about a year ago and i haven't oh, really played this character since so um but i'll have something to contribute when i get back to the bubble 
Yeah, I there's a I don't know what the there's a point of interest about halfway out to Colonia, but if you're looking from the bubble towards Colonia, it's sort of on the left hand side. And I don't know what it is, but if you imagine a, a route that goes left, goes around to the left, and then the straight line, there's quite a lot in the middle there, which is only lightly travelled. So you're in a not a bad place to come in straight, run into the bubble. I feel like my my microphone has died. Oh no, mine has. Good luck going to push the talk button. <laughs> I'm planning that if I get any time to play next weekend, I'm going to uh, spend some serious time getting off the beaten path and actually scanning some systems, do a little bit of mapping. Yeah, uh, come back it, in with a few surprising things, maybe. I'm out at the moment, and I I just dipped down, and all of a sudden I was like, you know, when you when you uh, you FSN is in a, a planet, and I saw this yeah. thing on the screen, this yellow thing. I thought, what's that? Thought, shit, it's another commander's name. Thought, where the hell am I? And I went back to the galaxy map, and I was only 88 light years above. I thought, oh, God, got to get up 150, 200 and get back into Virgin Territory. Yeah, but it's amazing how flat the explored space is, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Mm. And you sort of, when you're jumping around, your route will naturally sort of take you, you know, depending on how dense the... Uh, star population is and it depends what you've got set in your um, star filters route if you have anything you know if you have a filter yeah. set at all um, how above and below the plane um, it will take you, you yeah know, I mean, if, if there's not many stars light years is two or three jumps in a reasonable ship so it's yeah, really exactly. not that far out of the way yeah so again stay off the beaten path and uh, indeed I think I think the next one talks about Goldilocks stars um, so F, G, and K, which is which are the ones you're more likely to find bears, yeah, stars in the anal region, you know, in above <laughs> analysis on the uh, full spectrum analysis uh, um, on the bottom of the uh, the bar at the bottom. Yeah, they're not too hot. The they're not too cold. No, just right. And you find a lot of. I mean, I found ten Earth likes this week. Hang wow. on, this is about you, isn't it? I'm talking about me. <laughs> <right>? Got you. <laughs> so what else What else you been up to? Uh, I've been uh, on a, a trip to the far-flung corners of, um, well, Oxford. Ooh, Spent uh, a few days. De- uh, well, uh, Abingdon, just outside Oxford, really. Oh, yeah. We've got so. an office down there, and they're, um, they're getting a new building, and I was setting up some switches for them. Fun, the home fun, of fun. MG. Hmm. Hmm. And I'll be back again next month for uh, probably two weeks once the building's actually available, putting lots and lots of boxes in racks. Oh, that's it's not fun. too far from me. All oh, right. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else I've been up to in the last few weeks. Not a huge amount, really. A depressing amount of documentation and paperwork. Oh. And tax- wishing I had more time to play surely. Elite. No, 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 no. Documentation and paperwork for the network I'm putting in. And for another one that's going in in France next year. Mm. Mm. But that one I'm looking forward to more because that's a really nice area of France. So <laughs> just outside Toulouse. Yeah, I think we... Oh, I've, I've we been talk, in Toulouse Airport. So it's all my place. second home, Toulouse Airport. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Home of the Airbus. Mm. Mm. Had you friends see, who used to live great, right there. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jim, respect you. You see some great planes flying around at uh, Toulouse Airport because it's the home of the Airbus. And all of the, the weird Airbus cargo planes that carry other big Airbus parts are flying around. So The guppies. Yeah, they look 
just like those and they're, they're great to watch going over and really low in the sky as well because you're just outside the airport so I'm trying to remember what the original airframe it was based on. It was a 300 or something. Um, anyway, must have been like 300. The first series of yeah, they're quite weird looking. You think, ow, it's a bit like a bee. You know, how the hell does that stay in the air? Carefully. Yes. Yeah. You don't. You don't <laughs> yeah. fly it like a fighter. <laughs> no. But uh, no, I think that's probably about it for me. So uh, for the mug. For the mug. And so it's me to talk to Retired Navy. How are you doing? Do I have to? I'm afraid of her. (laughs) You're not afraid of me, are you? I've heard stories about you, and I've even told people about it, but nobody would admit it until last month they sat there and finally admitted it, that you (laughs) are mean. (laughs) Only with a rocket launcher. I'm not really. (laughs) Uh huh. Well, I sat there and I picked up a G3 Dominator suit with a mm. Master Shield regen from Hutton earlier today. And no, you cannot have it. I'm going to use it to protect myself from you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been getting into the ground combat and I uh, really enjoy it. Mm. So, uh, but I wouldn't really hurt anyone. Yeah. No. You just anyway, kill them. Kill them straight off. Was, no yeah. pain. Just. Cut your head off. Yeah. Just straight to death, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, know, you, I know you people. said faster. hurt people. Yes. <laughs> I know you said faster shield regen, but I had bastard shield regen. <laughs> and I think that's as a mod I would like to suggest where you get to just about one hit left and you're just about to die and your shields come up at full. And your <laughs> enemy just goes, oh, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like it. and hurt anything. And, you know, it's lucky that everything is dead so it can't be contested. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. There's nobody left alive to argue. Anyway, this is this is about you. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's about retired Navy. Not oh, me. no, it isn't. <laughs> oh, what have you it's, been doing? It's, it's always about flossing, no matter what anybody says. <laughs> She's oh, behind you. <laughs> but no, I've I've been doing well, staying out of trouble. Uh, sitting there, and I picked me up a uh, a, a mug and a, and a Centuri gin. I'll sit there and carry in the cargo hold just so I can sit there and try to get some more pirates to take me out and you know work on my uh, uh, airborne uh, combat rating a little bit. Right, good. Because for some reason or another, they tried to interdict you when you have rares on board. I don't know why. Yeah, they're, they're terrible for that, aren't they? Yeah. I always seem to know. Yes. Oh, but they... other than that, just been following along with the BTS and pulling my hair out, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do and where. And uh, yeah, I just figured I'm just going to play like I normally play. <clears throat> That's all I do. <laughs> I can't figure out the BTS. <laughs> That's what Chicks is for. There's nothing normal about mass genocide. Yes. <laughs> oh, now you tell us. Yeah. Oh, in that case, I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just glad I was able to stay throughout the whole show uh, uh, this month. Uh, last month, I had a boogie out early due to issues. But no. Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to be here and, uh, and for the mug. Thank you, for the mug. For the mug. 
leaves me to talk to Rhino1154, a.k.a. Palcon. How the heck are you? How the heck are you? That is me. I'm very well. How are you? I'm AKA it's, anonymous uh, team speaker. I asked the questions. Yes. 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 Mm. yes. 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 Ask away. Ask away. And uh, thanks for having me on. You're very, very welcome. How have you been doing in in game? First of all. Uh, well, um, as as we have been for the last five months, really fighting the uh, the eggy poo still. Uh, yes, yeah, the tedious the buggers, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they go on, and we go on because they go on. Um, it's a bit of a tug of war at the moment. They've managed to wrestle a couple of systems off of us. We're sort of wrestling a couple of systems off of them, and on it goes. Um, but uh, I'm very much involved in keeping things at status quo between us two at the moment. Although uh, they have they have the numbers, we have the uh, we have the will. I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and the friends. Who is, who is this will person? Because you're always being fired. Yes. Friends and allies. Fire we, uh, we we've we've lent upon those. And had to, unfortunately, at times. Um, but uh, it's been a struggle. But that's 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 what we've been doing, and that's what I've been doing. Unfortunately, my um, my exploration goes as far as the next combat zone um, from one to the other at the moment. So it feels for the last five months since the, since the twenty fourth of December, actually last year. And satisfying but tedious at the same time. You can't let the buggers win, can you? <laughs> no, it's it's a kind of double-edged sword really it, it really does lend a massive narrative to the game um and and really sort of puts you you know if anyone says that there's nothing to do in the game then come come and join <laughs> our club <laughs> uh, there's, there's not enough hours in the day at the moment is the way the way it is but um yes you can't grumble when it's and it changed the way we play a little bit but uh, only for the better really well, good and everything else all right with you not that you've probably got no time to do anything else um, well, yes, life goes on outside of the game. Um, one of my friends has been stranded over in Turkey due to the um, IT difficulties with EasyJet. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm sort of dealing with the with the, the the washout in terms of her family and things that are going on with that. So she's had an extra week in Turkey, and I've had an extra <clears throat> number of children to um, to uh, to deal with here because uh, she was on holiday taking her eldest daughter for her 18th for a treat. A one week's holiday, which turned into two weeks' holiday, thanks to uh, to EasyJet's IT issues. You sounded like you weren't sure of how many children they are, you you have. Are you, are you the prime minister? <laughs> <coughs> sorry, uh, sorry. Was I coughing at a, at a particular moment? <laughs> um, I think, I think, I think uh, over three, uh, we don't really need to count. I think it's you know, if there's any, if there's three in a room at any one one time, then then I'm happy with that. Oh, there's, the there's, the counting system. One, two, three. You lot. That, that's how it goes. Yeah, goes. you know, you lot, oi, and stop is what I've been saying a lot this week. <laughs> oh, thankfully they're all school age, so I do get some time in the day <laughs> to go and fight the eggy poos. Yes, yeah, well, that's what I've been having to do. Um, Flossie, did you name your carrier? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I named it Flossie's Fleet. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Flossie, I've got such a good name. <laughs> I, I suggested hot candy, as in candy floss, but she didn't name it that. <laughs> hot candy. Mm. Yeah, that sounds far too racy. <laughs> From what I've been hearing, she's been very racy lately. Will you wait till we have LabeCon and we do Dockers? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that seems the life, that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yes, that's the flavour of this week. Eggy Poo's fighting and then sort of stopping the children fighting, I suppose. Oh. Everybody was... But, um, everybody thanks, was... For having, thanks for having me on. You know, it's been, yep. it's been a pleasure yep. to join in. Last Thursday of every month. No. no. I'm always there, my friend, always there. Always Lovely. To the end. Lovely. Oh, good. We need to know oh, who's at the very end. Yes, yes we do. Oh, yes. I can't be heard. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be there. It's all. Um, it's all queued up, ready. I've got the button all put there, ready for when we need it. <laughs> Funnily enough, there was a very large, what I considered to be a dog in my garden with a very long face. And the moment I saw it, it was going to be Ardvark. 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 I was muted. Ardvark. Oh, that was very scary. Yeah, I, was, was, I, was, I was about to say, here, back me up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes, thank you very okay. much. You're very welcome. I, I bring with me all the uh, all the uh, the thanks, etc., from the PowerCon group uh, for all the help that you've been uh, giving us over the last few months. Oh, very, very welcome. Uh, well, you've always been good to us, so we're happy to be good to you. Oh, isn't that lovely? Oh, oh nice. Oh, I think oh, even I did a bit last week. Yeah, I've been I've been a little bit sick in my mouth as well. Mm. <laughs> Did some ground, ground combat for you. Talk as well, which is amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's all right. Glad to help with the technology. <laughs> Lovely, thank you. And is it for the mug from you? For the mug. For the mug. Mug. Okay. The mug. Now he's got a button. He just can't help himself. Look. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that worked out well because it's Amelia to talk to Amelia. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I, you and you and me. You know, why don't you and me talk together? Because you've got to get you to me well, and me to you. You do both together if you want. All right, but before we do that, I just mm -hmm. want to say a shout out to Dunpeel seven eight three zero. He has just discovered our radio station, our Twitch stream. Oh, awesome! And he's joining us for the first time. He said he's been out to Hutton, but he went out there because he wanted to, not because he was tricked into it. Yay! Yes. Yay. Very plausible. <laughs> we all believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we all went as well. And then we got signed up to indented uh -huh. servitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do yourself a favour. Don't land. Just jump straight back out again <laughs> before they anyway. get you. <laughs> anyway, Mia, how the devil are you? I'm very well, thank you. Not, not so bad. Okay, um, next. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, we might be moving on pretty quickly because I haven't really done much this week. Um, I'm on my way back for, I went with my PC commander to visit my Xbox commander's fleet carrier. Oh, so yeah. I've done that, I've came back, I'm on my way back now and I'm at my kind of halfway point. I've got a wee waypoint that I've set myself, so I'm there and then I'll make my way back and I've taken Chicks' advice and filtered <gasps> my stars down to the ones most likely to have uh, oh, airflakes yes. around them. So that's the Fs and the Gs, or the, mm -hmm. F, and, or the F and Gs. And how dense the star population is. Yeah, whatever. But F and G's, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't go with that. I've got 35 years late, 35 late year jump range. I need to take what I can get. Um, so I'm doing that and make my way back. I haven't found any Earth legs yet, but I found loads of water worlds and loads of terraformable uh, high metal content. and uh, killing their keyboard. <laughs> That'd be you right out. Yeah. <laughs> Push to talk! Push to talk! You're typing and hitting your push to talk button, you maniac! You're quite right, and I was tapping away in Discord. I'm so sorry. How very dare you! How dare you! Push the talk button. Yeah. 
I it felt that way. I had that. Use the push the talk button was the space bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you, I couldn't help myself. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a bit of jumping, a bit of exploration, and a bit of scanning planets and things like that. Um, I fair bit of wreckfest <coughs> as well. I'm I'm trying to get all the things in wreckfest. So nice. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Are you going to well, take part in the Gute Gutois? Yes, I have. <laughs> Approximately uh, 300 to 350 million, which will be going into the Gita Gitwa um, slush fund. Nice. Yeah, so far so good. So, am I talking to you now? Have we yes. switched? Um, have yes, we switched yes. this? Let's turn yes. the tables. What yes. have you been doing? I've been working. <laughs> oh, no way. That's it. That's you it. get your priorities working. all wrong. I know, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm such a bore. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if you leave the work until tomorrow, it'll still be there. You know, in fact, it'll have grown. You'll have more of it. So that's not a problem. It's it's cumulative. It's it builds interest. Self-replicating. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, um, I'm looking forward to LaveCon. I've set that time aside. Yeah, you haven't been (laughs) before though, have you? No, this is my first time, and it's also going to be my first live show. God help you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes, so this is all recorded. Don't really fall asleep excited. at the bar. That's all I'm going to tell you. Is mm. Do not fall asleep at the bar. No. I get to do my for the mug live. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. And I'm going to ask everyone to turn off the microphones so I don't break anything. Yes, <laughs> which will be very good yes. for the people listening, not on the internet. For that, <laughs> yeah. And it'll be just a quick... yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, is this, what is it going live out on the radio? Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh well then everyone everything's going to be damaged. Everything's going to uh, break. Damage sorted out. Grant and Moof will sort it out, don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Moof will just come out and swear at you. It's mm. fine. You, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you, you won't understand, you won't understand what he's calling yeah, you. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'm Scottish, I'll understand. Yeah, it. you'll understand what he's calling you. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't sound Scottish anymore. I worked very hard. To not sound Scottish anymore. <gasps> no. Anyway, yeah, for the mug, I'm great. I'm just, excellent. Uh, I'm just looking forward to LaveCon so mm. much. Yes, that sounds good. Uh, looking so at the list, for, it makes for the for the yeah, mug. So it makes I think it makes sense for Chicks and Flossie to interview each other as the next two in in line. Okay, right. get to the chopper. <laughs> to the chopper. Chicks, right. you're you're alphabetically first, so chicks to talk to Flossie. Go on. Oh, hello, Flossie. How are you? Hello, chicks. I'm fine, thank There's you. There's echo on this. Uh, uh, oh, we. Uh, oh, I've got a fast. No, no, I've got it. Never mind. So I'm just. I'm, I'll put my scanning down for a minute, and I'll talk to you, Flossie. Oh, I'm honoured. He's <laughs> put his scanning down for oh, me. Oh, it's got a biological. <laughs> oh, I, oh, you have to go and investigate that. I'm going to have to Otherwise investigate what all those bings are in the uh, chat, I think, as well. <laughs> last. Oh, it's Aiden. Aiden's rocked up. You, don't, you, anyway. you, you two talk, uh, and then I'll talk to so it. What, time. We've already made plans for Aiden. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, have you been in game much, Flossy? Oh, yes, been, yes. I've been, been in every day. Just um, racking up the uh, potty camp, piling yeah, up the corpses. <laughs> yeah, I did a fair bit of on foot combat, and I di- even did some for the paladins last week. Mm. <laughs> um, so, 
like suit and weapon wise have you all are you all engineered up or do you bother no, with that more? no i'm no. not I'm, I'm trying to get them engineered up i've i've got about halfway through the engineers and i'm stuck now because i need settlement defense plans are they hard to come by very hard to come by yes there's uh are until they not i on, get uh, until i get some i can't uh, get any further are they not on 21's carrier or are they st- you know, well, he keeps sort of pimping out his uh, his carrier as a sort yeah. of knock off dodgy, you know. P- probably only Idol of Long Gone, I would think. Because <laughs> mm. they're the, like, um, well, hence teeth. <laughs> and do you, you do combat in, in teams with uh, other uh, truckers or yeah. are you a. Uh, yeah, usually um, with Rampage and um, mm. Verlaren and... Um, 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 uh, so oh. you don't do like the Chuck Norris and just wade in there on your own and... Not usually. No. No. <laughs> yeah, um, mm. usually with, you know, with, uh, oh, Hanky and... Uh, oh, I keep forgetting the other guy's name. Uh, Hanky oh. too? No, no, it's, um him, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, him, I'm yeah. sorry, I've forgotten your name. Yeah, I, I can't think of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one that may um. suddenly forget to watch your back next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, there's usually a few of us anyway. Um, oh, mostly Rampage. I think we're going to have to amend the rules of combat, aren't we? Do you remember we did those at the start of Odyssey? Rule number two is never get in front of a flossy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I I do enjoy the combat, I must admit. Um, but I cannot do I can't do it in in ships. I can't fly and fight at the same time. I never have been able to. In all my years of um, flight sim stuff, it's no different than Aces High. They play Aces I High. I I can't do it in Aces High. Oh right, okay. Well, that's that's a major and drawback. And before before that, I couldn't do it in Air Warrior. I had people mm. trying to teach me all the time and I just could not do it. I end up spinning into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, there's no, not as much gravity in space, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes a lot more. depends where you look. Well, yeah, exactly. It's, it's too complicated. planets. <laughs> so, no, I can't fly and fight at the same time. So, <laughs> I'll stick to the ground stuff. You'll stick to walking and chewing... Chewing gum, uh, I mean, laying waste Ooh, to... Oh, no, uh, definitely not chewing gum. <laughs> chew, chewing guns. Guns, all right. So, yeah, when I've been doing combat, I've been doing missions to try and get more of the materials. And uh, I did start doing the power-up missions for one of the engineers, but then I uh, couldn't find any more of them. So I'm, until I find more to do, I... A bit stuck there. So all the sort of suit and weapon materials, they're available from missions, are they? Is that yeah, sort of yeah, on foot missions? Of, yeah. Either right, you can pick okay. them up going around places like Harry's Mine or uh, you know, downloading data from there. Or you can get them from missions, some of them. Oh, right. So it's not a case where you've just got to go and basically rob everything that isn't screwed down or... 
No. You All go, right, it so is you... useful to get a lot of stuff that's not screwed down. Yeah, so you get them <laughs> legitimately, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's well, part of the game I've never really... I don't about legitimately, but <laughs> breaking into, into settlements and going around opening up the lockers and things. All my, well, most of my Odyssey experience, apart from the Alpha, was uh, running around waving Dysonators at plants. <laughs> so yeah, really... I... Uh, I have done a lot of that as well, but um, not recently. I found a new one this week. Um, oh, yeah? I'd never seen before. Uh, crystalline Shards. Oh, and right. It was all right. It was just like a big spike. But what was particularly useful about it is um, if you shoot the crystals off it, you get tellurium, which is a grade four material. So I went from yeah. next to nothing to yeah. having, you know, I'd maxed it out in oh, know, crystal, half an hour. Crystalline Shards, yeah. I mean, they've been around... In Horizons as well, so... Right, okay. They come up as a biological. I don't know why they're biological. I thought it would be... Yeah, they come um, up as a biological. Hmm. Maybe they were previously. Because they have brain trees and bark mounds and stuff like that, you know, and the... Yeah, um, that's right, yeah. What was the meta-alloy? The... Hmm. I can't Uh, remember the name of the... the, Like little little Mount Fujis with the white top. Yeah. I used to shoot (laughs) meta-alloys off. Can't remember the name of them, but they they were around in Horizons. Yes, yeah, they were. So, so you've been doing uh, more of your uh, dissecting, have you? Uh, I've done a little bit. Um, what I, what I've noticed is I've been doing more exploring. So, the the kind of stuff I get close enough to map tends to be the terraforms, and there, there's. So far, I've only seen three different biologicals. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's not true. There were six on that planet, but generally, mm-hmm. you yeah. only get bacteria, which is really, it's, it's yeah. really not worth your while. No, I, I to go down up, and just scan those. You give up to, looking for them. <laughs> hard to find as well. Yeah. But if there's three or four signals on a on a planet, or if there's biological, uh, if there's sorry, bacteria and stratum, stratum is usually worth scanning. Yeah. Um, because some of those are worth 800 grand. So if you can pick mm. those up and, a, and another one as well, I'll generally go down and hoover them up. Yeah. But uh, these crystalline shells were useful, but of course they're no use to me. I found one earlier, um, but it's pointless because I've I've maxed out on tellurium. Oh, right. <laughs> which is it's, it's quite good having grade four stuff because when you're back in civilization, you can trade it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to... First stuff down. <clears throat> yeah, so I went through 300 um, Earth likes last week. And I found another <laughs> 10 this week. I, I don't know if I found that in the total. <laughs> <laughs> I found found a binary this afternoon, and you know, and you you're going up and down the FSS, and you finally get to the you know the green bit, and you go, and I went, oh. And I, I saw two like overlap, and then I, as I zoomed into the next level, there was two Earth likes, you know, the sort of wow. the five yeah. pointed shape pointed away from. I thought, God, it's a binary. And I yeah. zoomed into it, and some bugger else had been there first. Oh, Jim. <laughs> Discovered and mapped. Bastard. Yeah. That would have been oh, nice. Never mind. <laughs> what's super rare is uh, you get two in a system, but uh, binaries mm. where the, you know, they're orbiting together is uh, yeah. really, really rare. I found, of, found a few, but... I haven't had a lot of Earth lights together, but on Distant Worlds 2, I had five water worlds in one system. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I found five round um, 
a brown dwarf once. It was really weird. <laughs> all it, all that was orbiting. It was these five water wheels. It was like, well, <laughs> very odd. Mm. Anyway, okay, shall we well. let Harry okay, talk? Yeah, oh, no, he's going to so talk to Aiden, isn't he? Yes, I've got all them up yeah. then. Yeah. What's What's more important is Aiden has to talk to Harry. No, I don't. No, that won't take long. When what is that? When Harry when Harry met Aiden? Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going on Twitch. I'm just going to put up here. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh yes, I'm there. Uh, that's the picture that Volcarius sent in. We, You'll we, see it we, in we a few seconds. Finished. I know. I'm, I'm just put that up, and then I'm going to. All right. Just, yes, now you have. <laughs> Aiden, quick, get in before they start talking again. How the hell are you? Look at that. Galaxy Edge on. What is, that sh- what is that ship? Go on, go on, Aiden. You're, you're, all I'm getting is static, mate. Yeah, push, I get st- uh, the other stat- static when you when you're coming in. So I can tell you're connecting, but it, it's a worse wind tunnel than usual. No, maybe maybe you should just use the push to talk, and we'll try and work it out in Morse. Yeah. <laughs> This is great radio. Which is good because I'll have to go out and learn more while we wait. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I can read it. <laughs> oh, he's, he's muted himself. So oh, I guess I guess not. Um, okay. Well, it uh, oh. any better? Yes. Yes. Yay! Hey. Yay! Found the right button. Well, more. I just unplugged the the, the mic and re- um, plugged it back in again. Uh, you IT, IT expert, expert, you. <laughs> 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 well, it. It does this every now and again, at which point I go, oh, bollocks. About every four weeks. Mm. Yeah, I'm using a technical phrase there, chicks. But yeah, no, um, just got back, you know, relatively recently got back from the pub, so I thought I would come along and say hello to people. Hi. Hello. Hello. So how did Um, you enjoy the show? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I caught the last, I must have been, I don't know, third or so of Amelia's interesting egg related for. Um, diatribe? Uh, diatribe, yes. Eggscapades. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Thanks. You oh, missed no, your it, shout it out was, earlier, It was. Um, very interesting to listen to on the tube to see what people uh, to see various people's um, reactions. You you couldn't see it, but my hands were everywhere. Hey, you've been warned about that. <laughs> <laughs> warned them this time. time. Yeah, that's why you bar- That's why you bandit Tesco's. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to some people, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of shoplifting. Yes, depends what you're lifting. And in which yeah. shop? Yes. Yeah, don't do it in the car showroom. They'd really take a dim view of that one. I think I've seen that YouTube video just the other day. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, um, bits and pieces here in, in game. Um, yes, thank you for the agronomic treatment. Well, you're welcome. I'm quietly trying to um, fill up the Mercy with some water so I can move it over to 671, but yep. I'm not expecting much to happen, in all honesty. I was surprised how uh, 
how quickly they've uh, been resolved. Because the, the other drought yeah. was over in no time. Well, as far as I know, I mean, certainly, I think I only dropped off maybe 3,000 tonnes of, or at least 3,000 tonnes of agronomic treatment got dropped off, or at least got bought off of the Mercy. It's uh, medium pads as well, isn't it? So, yep, it's quite a lot of shifting. Yep, but currently parked just outside of Davies in Ypsilon Iridani, quietly, you know, shifting agronomic treatment off and water back on. You know, you could always, uh, I don't know if you can choose, I don't know whether. Uh, Drought is it's blight, isn't it? I don't know if you can choose blight as one of the options in the galaxy map. You could just go and park your carrier in a system uh, with blight and uh, put a put a cell order. I, I did. I had a cell order going whilst we were in Alpha C. Yeah. But could you see that it was a blight system in the galaxy map? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I wasn't paying Find that much one, attention. Isn't? Park it there, it'll be gone and have the wheels off it and everything. <laughs> but yeah, so largely I'm just, you know, parked in uh, Eridani just to, well, get rid of the uh, vast amounts of agronomic treatment I've still got. Mm. But, you know, other than that, nothing exciting really going on, so it'll be a. Uh, How's the RPG going? Uh, yesterday we had uh, latest game was us versus thirty odd goblins. Right. <laughs> and whilst your whilst your general warrior types were going, no, 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 you're oh, you're trying to break through the um, the wall that consists of us warrior types. Um, yeah basic goblins your your key threat to us is through statistics because at some point you will actually hit us but you've got to hit us multiple times for us to go down and whilst you're trying to hit us you're not able to get at our wizards who are going oh kaboom and Kablam at various groups. <laughs> nice. If I, if I ever get the free time, I will be joining you. Okay. Um, give me a, a heads up, and we'll I'll see what I can do. Okie dokie. But yeah, other than that, really, it's um, it's a plated mammal that has been known to ro roll up in a ball and be and Armadillo. not at all bold to people. Armadillo. Oh, I thought Aardvark also could roll <laughs> up. Aardvark! 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 It's playfully silly. It's understand for comedic purposes. That didn't work. Right. <laughs> comedic purposes? <laughs> nah. We're at the end of this show, you could ask me what I've been doing again. I've just had a quick look at... You know, in EDSM, if you're registered with it, you can go and look up your heat map in your profile to see how many... Systems been. I've got one dot at the end of June last year and two dots in January. That's so. What have you been doing then, Harry? <laughs> well, 
doing I've been cooking, doing, cooking is what he's been doing yep. going dotty cooking driving my wife cooking, an hour and a half yeah. around the m25 for uh, for getting a haircut with the same person who's done it for the last 35 years so yeah it's and what, every day no just one day i'm preparing the show and as you say cooking doing lessons or whatever so so yeah I'm going to the theater uh, not in the last seven days, no, but yeah, I yeah. have done, yes. Oh, yeah, not in the last seven days. No. Oh, my God, you Philistine. <laughs> well, there were, there, were, there were some years when I'd go to 60 different plays in one year. Yeah. Oh, no, I know no, you love the theatre. But oh, no, I've got so much money now because we haven't been two years. <laughs> but Oh, no, how terrible for oh, you. Yeah, but I will also show this. We're talking of eggs. Put it up on Twitch there. It's a bit distorted because it's... But, this was from um, our ECM in 2019 in Manchester. Uh, it was a, a raffle prize, um, uh, and I, I won it. And it was a <laughs> it was a, it was a an egg from Zeance that 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 I that I won. Um, but, mm. And we drove back from Manchester, and I think it was on the back seat of the car, and there was a lot of sun around. And it melted, and that does oh, say dear. it does say from Zeance. I think the xenomorph escaped by the time we got home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did they eat the Thornton's classic chocolates as well? <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, <laughs> the bastards. The yeah, bastards. Yeah, there's no depravity the unknown to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ah, that was it. So, okay, oh. shall we retire ourselves back to put and leave these people in you, peace for a bit? You I need somebody this. to hold the door open for me. I don't. Yeah, I do that. I get me. I remember who it was, uh, his name I forgot before. It was Infinite Dreamer. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. And right. of course, was dead mate. He often joins us as well. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. lovely. Let's let's put Potter back to the live room. And I've moved one of the feeds back, so I'm just moving people across. And are we all back? That smell's still here. I'm mm. back. Well, we, do you think it's, it's got worse? We're in space. You don't think I'm going to open the window to air it out, do you? Yeah. Well, we've done stupider <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, we've done stupider yeah, things we've definitely done. We've definitely done stupider <laughs> things. Yeah. We've done stupider things in the last half hour. <laughs> oh, well, lovely show, everyone. Thanks for everybody for joining us in the green room. That was that was great fun. It's really nice to have the opportunity to talk to people, see what they've been doing. So, and if you're listening to this as a recording, you think, "Oh, that would have been nice." Last Thursday of the month, come along and join in every month. Yes, yeah. yeah. Whether it's got an a, an R in the month or not, we still do it, and we'll be here every Thursday except the, the one immediately before LaveCon because we'll be doing a live show at LaveCon. Uh, I won't. No, oh no, I'm sorry about that. I am. I no, am you're sorry. not. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I am. <laughs> what happened? And and should someone want to talk to us on a green room night, what is the team speak address that we should be? Typing oh, Helen in? knows. Helen knows that. Yeah, but she sh she shows off when she does. Somebody else should have a go just to show they've memorised it. She knows it. <laughs> Except yeah. I, I missed the dot off after TS. Oh no, really? Mm, <laughs> that explains never. why there weren't two hundred people in the green room. <laughs> Is it TS <laughs> dot for the mug dot com? I just, I just take it that people know there's a Let's, dot when I. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, I think it's telling people now is all very well, but they'll forget 
next month because you know what people are like. You listening, you know what you're month. like. You know. Yeah. We'll tell them. Yeah. Tell the next one. Mm. Uh, uh, the the or something. Did, did did we give that? <coughs> did they give us that station or did our faction pick it? They didn't give it to us. We found it. Yes, <laughs> we fought it's for ours. it. We yeah. fought for it. We had it. Yeah. get in there and licked it. Yep, and we had a community goal to bring the mug into the game. Well, loads of us oh, flew yes. backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Hey, you think you think flying out the Hutton once is stupid? Do it. Yes, quite. Mm. Doing it all day, every day for, for a week. Ah, uh, yeah. And evading pirates. Point at Hutton, go for a walk, come back. And, yeah. land. <laughs> and then and then watch out for the code pirates who are actually blockading us. That was quite exciting. That was uh, yeah. Change your flight suit uh, every every couple of trips. That was that was a. I also remember yeah. Swift Arrow being one of the pirates, and mm. he was the most gentlemanly pirate I've ever come across. No, <laughs> oh, nice one, Swift Arrow. Mm. That um, was back in the day when all this was now fields. Yes, <laughs> no, but black star fields. Yeah, no, nobody had any legs, so nobody could, could talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you couldn't even fly a you couldn't even fly a ship on Xbox in those days. No. Yeah, we were all legless. Yes. <laughs> mm. You did have legs. You could so you used to look down at those. Oh, you could see them. Yeah. Things. Yes. Do you remember those? They looked like camels. I don't know. The nice, nice yeah. thing legs I've got. Mm. <laughs> Except when you're in <laughs> VR, in which case you can see it down your neck. But mm. well, yeah. thank you to our listeners for sticking with us. Thank you to the crew for for being great company as always. Uh, and not and we didn't screw up too much. And, and there were almost no seams so far. Seems. Still plenty of time to screw it up. Um, <clears throat> so I think, yeah, certainly, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, Except for the jump video. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that was some that. The show uh, and, was fine. It was the idiot the who edited this afternoon. And the, the TS dot for the mug.com. And that bit where I was typing when, when <laughs> I started my mic open. And, and that bit where I, I needed you to back me up saying aardvark. And I had myself muted then, though. And the bit where you said something before people took their headphones off. For the mug! For the mug! Too slow. Too slow. I was giving <laughs> you a chance. Never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the T-Nines to the brim with rails For the mug, for the mug Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the mug, for the mug Now everybody sing the hot and trucker song
it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care Father Bug, Father Bug Yeah, you know just where I'm coming from Father Bug, Father Bug Now everybody sing the hot trucker song For the mug. Seamless.